I am Leslie Welch here for the first episode of Romance Blaining, and joining me is my husband. Hi, I'm Adam. He will be the one I'm romance explaining this wonderful novel, Silken Bondage. Can't to. wait for it. I think you're really going to learn a lot from this, baby. Yeah, I hope so. So this is a book I picked up at the beach over the summer, and it was just something I have never read. I'm not a big romance person, um, so I'm usually that's for sure. <laughs> hey, I'm usually into YA and um, you know, other like science fiction and stuff, but this was out of my comfort zone and I just couldn't wait to tell Adam all about it. So first Giddy all, is a schoolboy. <laughs> I want you to be taking notes because you could learn a lot from the main character. All right. Let me find a pen. Okay. First, I want to talk about the cover for this before we get into chapter one. So silken bondage, you've got, you know, a woman breathlessly tossed up against breathlessly. This, I don't like this book already. <laughs> I sent you, I texted you the cover if you want to look at it with me. Okay. So I know it's really annoying. Um, yeah. So she's like kind of has part of her clothing taken off. It's getting better by the minute. Yeah. He's got an open ruffled shirt because it is like the 1800s. Like oh, goodness. Late 1800s. Oh, Jesus. I guess I don't have safe search on over here. Oh. Jesus Christ. Silken bondage. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. So I guess we're not going to search Don't that. Google <laughs> search silken bondage if your kids are around. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, you know, she's wearing this dress and she's just she's very like angelic faced. Um, I don't know. She looks like she doesn't know what she's doing. But... It almost looks like we got a nip slip there. But I think that's just part of her ruffled dress. I think that they chose that color so you could think it is a nip right. slip. Yeah. And his hair is like all blown back. Kind of long for the late 1800s, I'd say. So feathery. Yeah, and she's she's clutching at her dress, like pulling it up so that we are taken to her her pleasure cave, or it's indicating her pleasure cave is right Even there. the folds of the dress between her upper thighs form sort of a V to give you the impression of uh, what's to come. Oh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. what's to you heard come. Me. Wow. Cool. Yeah, we're going to have an explicit rating on this podcast, mm-hmm. I can tell. All right. So anyway, that is... We're the... <laughs> reviewing a book called Silken Bondage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. What did you think would happen? Well... It... You left the beers on a vibrating bed. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So the book starts off with... What kind of a name is Nan? I, Nan has a name that's Nan. Who's Nan? I don't know. It's short for something. Nancy, maybe? Just say Nancy. Is that a nom de plume? Does she, have go- does she or he have ghostwriters? Oh, I don't know. Uh, she does have other books out there, but this is the only one I'm aware of. It was the Beach House Read. Because isn't there the other one that just has other people write and then she just publishes them? Oh, yeah. Danielle Steele. That's the people. one. Yeah. He's awesome. It, that, it really French. is No, that really is a woman, maybe. Mm. Okay. So the book starts off. On the Moonlight Gambler, which is a casino ship, like a riverboat casino. Oh, it's this one. Yes. Mm. And it's on the Mississippi River, and they're in Memphis, Tennessee. Mighty Mississippi. It's a sultry night. The old miss. The old man. 
It's a sultry night, and all of the showgirls on the the gambler are going crazy because they heard that Johnny Roulette is back in town. It's an excellent name. I mean, it's and he's a gambler. I don't know if you could tell by his name. You know, with a name like that, he didn't have much of a choice. He was doomed from the beginning. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Right. And we'll get into that, I'm sure. Get into later. that rotten stuff soon enough. Right. And, of course, his name is Johnny. Johnny Roulette. So that's where you've gone wrong, first of all, because your name is Adam Welch. <laughs> right. I never can keep an agreement. Yeah. I'm always oh, backing you're out. Oh, Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thanks for the 18 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Johnny Roulette is in Memphis, and they're all a titter because he is <laughs> he's quite the catch, right? He sure looks like it. Mm -hmm. And they're all like, ooh, I can't wait to see Johnny Roulette. And here's one of my favorite lines. It's like literally the third line in the book, and it's already getting good because... Julia LeBlanc, and they all have like French sounding names, you know, because it's very French down there. Like right. that's where my ancestors came. You know, Julie LeBlanc, so. Danny Blackjack, Johnny Roulette, Roulette. Very French. Right. He's French too. I think he is French. They do say that in this book. <laughs> the right. French. Um, anyway, so Julia LeBlanc never changes. is <laughs> clutching, she's clutching the lapels of her blue dressing gown together over her ample. Bosom. Bosom, singular? They're so ample. It in its, bosom. I ample guess, bosom. Is, can that be poor bosoms? That would be multiple women, I guess. I think it's just what, it's a collective, it's just the one is it the bosom. It encompasses all of it. Right, both are a bosom. Okay. We'll have to look See, at I'm it. learning things already. That's why I'm romance-splaining this book to you. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I will reap the benefits of it ultimately, but... I'm guessing so. Okay, so then... Uh, then suddenly somebody goes, who is Johnny Roulette? Some bondage. Guess who says who is Johnny Roulette? Casual bondage. Julia LeBlanc. No, Julia LeBlanc, is. she's a seasoned showgirl with an ample bosom. This is coming from Nevada Marie Hamilton, who is our heroine in this novel. So Nevada's like, who is Johnny Roulette? Because she doesn't know. Because she, this is her first night on the mood, Midnight Gambler, or is it Moonlight Gambler? Shoot. I'm I should say know. Moonlight Gambler sounds better. Right. It's hard for me because Johnny Roulette's eyes are the color of midnight, so there's like a lot of M's going on in this first chapter. A lot of nighttime motifs. Right. So we're just going to call it the Gambler. Oh, Moonlight Gambler is what it is, yeah. And only the gentle slap of calm waters against the glam gambler's gleaming black hull could be heard, because everything went silent when she asked, who is Johnny Roulette? So we got some bondage. We got some slapping. Yeah. It's is that just, like foreshadowing? I think there's like a Fifty Shades slapping. thing. <laughs> there's some 1879 slapping that's going to happen, I think. Slapping's happening. <laughs> so the four season showgirls. That, you know, there are four very seasoned showgirls are like, oh, I can't believe she said that. And, and so when one you say they're seasoned. How do you know they're seasoned? That's what they tell me in the book. OK, what does it mean? They've been around the block. What is a showgirl? Are they performing? What types of things are they performing? Well, we're going to find that okay, out. We I don't know yet. In chapter two or three, because it is. Let's there not is get ahead of ourselves. Don't Got get it. ahead. We're just going to we're on the boat. It's fine. 
setting the scene. Yeah. So then one of the older, nicer ladies sits down with Nevada and she's kind of like, listen, I know this is your first time on this boat and you're just a kid and you've spent your whole life on your daddy's flat boat. So that's what we know about Nevada so far. It's her first night on The Gambler. She does not know who Johnny Roulette is, and she grew up on her father's flat boat. But she was born and raised on the river, basically. She is a river rat, yeah. Up and down the river, but not on a river boat casino thing. I just can't tear my eyes off this potential nip slip. It's quite an engaging cover. Yeah. I was a little embarrassed to be reading it in public at the beach. I mean, hers is good, too, but... Yeah. Like his is a little more provocative. He does have a good shoulder. But here's where, okay, we're going to get to where the cover is wrong. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He has blonde hair. Right. No, he doesn't have blonde hair. That's Stop saying that. <laughs> gross. Does that okay. ruin the whole book for you? That does. I. You know how I like my dark-haired men. Okay, so then she explains that Johnny Roulette is an elusive man. He's half French. And he's devil may care, devil may care, which is not devil make hair, like making hair, as I used to think when I was a child. He does have the devil's hair, though. Look at him. I know. He does. The devil's making that hair. Devil make hair. He's a darkly handsome gambler. He must have had some interesting visuals going on when people would say that. Devil make hair. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's like, why is he doing that? That's gross. That devil's a sick fuck. Right. And you just think of the smell of burning hair for some reason. Anyway. That's what the devil smells like. Right. So I was kind of right. That, Nasty. Thank you, VBS, Vacation Bible School. <laughs> That's Methodist Vacation Bible School. She's not even looking at him on this cover. She is enraptured with the seduction that's happening. Like, he's got her ear or something. She's in a fugue state. <laughs> Okay, so we may need to add a dictionary for some people who don't know what fugue state it fugue state is. That's Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only reason I know it. Okay, well that's good. You're trying to be all fancy there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nobody seems to know where Johnny Roulette is from. It's mysterious. If he has any family or any profession other than gambling. But what they do know is he's so damned good looking, he hurts your eyes. That's a literal quote from the book. Hmm. Men and women alike or? I'm, he's just out there with his devil make hair burning people's eyes, I think. Okay. And he's OK. So according to one of the showgirls, he's one of the biggest men she's ever met. Oh, and that, like, I took pause when I read that. I was like, whoa, they're just getting right into that. But it really means his stature because he is over six foot three and not an ounce of fat on him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there. I mean, you're you're not quite six foot. You're almost six foot tall. So you can't really do anything about those three inches to be more like Johnny Roulette. Well, according to my Google Gmail spam that I get, there may be some alternatives. Oh, like some kind of pill you can take? Yeah. Wow. Not sure what it is. You might want to look into that. All right. Checking it out here. (laughs) Um, And his smile can melt the coldest of hearts. So these are things that we know about Johnny Roulette. Let's review so I can, you know, take some notes here. Okay. You tell me. 
Um, well, let's see. I need to have better hair. Maybe the devil can make some for me. Hmm. Um, I need to get some more ruffles on my shirts. Um, expose or semi-expose or almost expose my nips. Um, I need to have a better, cooler name yeah. that implies my profession. And uh, I need to be better looking. Well, like painfully good looking. Yeah. And um, be more mysterious. How am I doing? That's pretty good. Uh, there are a few other things. Um, muscular yeah. physique. You're doing pretty good on that All one. Right. Well, this is why we're doing this so I can learn. Right. But here's the deal breaker for me where I don't want you to be like Johnny Uh-oh. Roulette. And this has kind of ruined the whole book for me. But I just pretend that it doesn't exist because he has a sleek mustache oh oh no why and that's where the cover is wrong obviously the cover designer was more in line with you know my idea because he does not have a mustache on the cover yeah I'm sure they were like "Mm, yeah don't put a mustache on him that's just gross he's much better without the stash it's like Maybe somebody like my mom, I think, likes mustaches because they were hot in the 70s and she's still into that. Takes a certain type of fella to be sporting a stash. And I feel like they just have the Bee Gees in their car on blast all the time. Nothing wrong with the Bee Gees. I love the Bee Gees. Not like for daily listening, though. No, no. Yeah. Not all the time. Okay, so next we get a little description of Nevada Marie Hamilton. She has blue eyes that are wide with interest. So got that ingenue thing going on, you know, like, oh, I'm just so innocent. She has a natural curiosity. Just curious, but just doesn't know the ways of the world. She's open. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's open for business because she has some very long raven haired locks that fall to her mid back. That's grabbing hair. Yeah, it's definitely open for business. She has not cut it off for the big um, the big uterine shutdown that happens in midlife. So she's not in her mid 40s yet. No, no, she's still got her long locks and she's got some soft red lips. How many? They don't say. Hmm. <laughs> That's good. Dude, come on. <laughs> what? I walked right into that one. That's rude. Um, I yeah. just want to know the details so I can <laughs> well, be better. Her soft red lips are pursed. I'm assuming both sets are pursed. Okay, at this point, at least. <laughs> right. It's only chapter one. Right. We're literally on, like, page three. Oh, boy. Okay. So that's it. She's like, and then she's kind of skeptical of this Johnny Roulette. I really want to call him Johnny Roulet because I feel like that's less cheesy. Well, I think you should. Johnny Roulet. He's French. Yeah. Target, Roulet. Right. Uh, Baguette. <laughs> Sario, Sario Cremo. Creme. Oh, that's Spanish. Okay. Uh, so now we're jumping over to Johnny Roulet. Briget. Guess what? He has a toothache. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, he's just arrived in town, and he has a mother effing toothache. Wait, in town? I thought they were on a boat. Well, the girls are on the boat. They just got a whisper that Johnny Roulette is in town. Oh, they haven't even seen Memphis. him yet. No, but they know he's going to come to the gambler because he loves to gamble, and they're a gambling facility. See, I need to listen better. Put that on your list of how you can improve. 
Okay. So he's got a toothache and he's checking into the hotel and the little guy's like, I shouldn't say little guy. <laughs> the little guy. I just imagine him little because he's like, you know. Is he like Michael Anderson? Oh, well, no, it does. Do you say like he that has... gum you like is going to come back into style? <laughs> it's like Tattoo from Fantasy Island. Where we're from, the birds sing a pretty song. Yeah. Deep lane. Um, No, it says the slender little here. man. So it is a little man. I wasn't being derogatory there. Is he a little person or is he just short? I, I think he's young and short. Okay. He's, you know, a little dude, you know. Um, well, so he... it makes a difference. It helps paint a different mental picture. Right. And he's like, oh, here's our most luxurious suite. As always, Mr. Roulette. Suite. Suite. <laughs> and then Johnny's like, hey, man, can I have some whiskey? And the little dude's like, what? You don't drink? And Johnny's like, just bring me the, the whiskey. Because he's very forceful. Mm. I may have added that, oh, that to myself. And he's a little annoyed that the guy's like, ugh, why are you questioning me, you know? Or the guy's like, why do you want whiskey you don't drink? He wants whiskey because he's got a toothache. And in the late 1800s, you didn't have Advil, you know? Yeah, there's no, uh, what's it called? You rub it on there. Oh, Oragel. Oragel. Right. Didn't have Oragel back then. Nope. No Oragel. So he's got to just do some whiskey. And let's see, what what do you think happens? Um, he drinks the whiskey and gets out of control, shoots everybody, and then makes sumptuous love to all the women on the boat. Okay, well, we don't have to read the rest of the book. Awesome. No. So it's he not a little book. He gets drunk, and he's starting to make his way to the gambler, but we learn that he is terrified of the dentist, so... This big strapping man who has looked down the barrel of a gun more on more than one occasion. He'd fought in the war between the states and hoped no one would suspect that he was deathly afraid of the dentist. So Johnny Roulette has a weakness. Okay. So he's a little vulnerable. Yeah. Should I write that down? Yeah, I guess that's a good vulnerability. Be a little vulnerable. And then all drunk, he strolls down to the Moonlight Gambler. And that is the end of chapter one. All right. Cliffhanger. I know what will happen. He's drunk. He's still drunk, right? Yeah. So one shot puts him over the edge? No, he was drinking quite a bit of that bottle. All right. I breezed over that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The devil's juice. The yeah. devil's hair. The devil's juice. The devil's eyes. Yeah. Devil may care attitude. He's just filled with Satan. Yeah. So... In chapter two, I'm assuming we're going to see how they run into each other somehow. I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks for uh, enlightening me so far. Thank you for for listening and for taking notes. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to reaping all the benefits of your new romance-splaining wisdom. We'll see you in the next episode of Romance-splaining. I'm Leslie. I'm Adam. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. 